widow, but they don't feel sorry for me or give me the cold shoulder because they blame me for his death. I want to go somewhere where nobody will even know what happened unless I tell them myself. Charlie realized that both his aunt and his mother had forgotten he was there. None of the grown-ups ever talked about Uncle Bob's death when Charlie and William were around. They wouldn't have known anything at all if William hadn't overheard his mother on the phone talking to her best friend, Suzanne. Bob had committed suicide, their mother told Suzanne, because Audrey confronted him about the other woman. "'Which other woman?' William had asked, but their mother had glared at him with such intensity that he had let it drop. When they had asked their father about it later, he had snorted. "'Other woman?' He said, that's a laugh. Other women, more like it. This comment had left the boys no closer to understanding why it had happened, but their father did at least explain that committing suicide meant that Uncle Bob had killed himself, and he even told them how, explaining about the rope and his neck breaking before their mother overheard the conversation and stopped him by saying, "'Could you occasionally engage your brain before opening your mouth?' Charlie stayed absolutely still, thinking he might at last be able to solve the riddle of his uncle's death, and he felt a thrill go through him that he would be the one who found it out. He couldn't wait to tell William. "'You can understand that, can't you, Elaine?' Audrey waited for her sister to answer, and in the silence Charlie realized that his mother was crying. They had one of those shiny tablecloths you didn't have to wash. You could wipe it with a sponge— and Charlie could see his mother's tears sliding off her chin and dripping onto it, plip, plip. "'I'm not even forty yet,' his aunt said. "'But I feel like here my life's already over.' This comment was so surprising that Charlie forgot about his mum crying or finding out the secret about Uncle Bob's death. Of course Charlie knew that Audrey was his mother's older sister. He had never known how much older, but if he had to guess, he would have said twenty years at least. In fact, Audrey seemed so much older that Charlie tended to think of her as his mother's mother rather than as her sister. This thought was partly left over from when he was younger and hadn't been able to understand why other people had two grandmothers and he had only one. For a while he had pretended Audrey was his grandmother and not his aunt. He knew better now, of course, knew perfectly well that his mother's mother was dead, that she had died when he was three weeks old, and that's why he couldn't remember her at all. But his idea that Audrey was older had gotten stuck in his mind. Once his mother had shown Charlie a photo from Audrey's wedding, and Charlie could not believe the woman in the white dress in the centre could possibly be his aunt. For some time afterward he had tried to look for that skinny, pretty girl inside his aunt's soft and shapeless face, but he had never seen it, and after a while he had forgotten to look. But he had asked his mother once how Audrey got so old. His mother had sighed, one of those big, long sighs she always gave when she talked about her sister. "'She's had a very hard life, Charlie.' To Charlie, a hard life was being a beggar, like in Oliver Twist, or your whole family sleeping in one bed, like in Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. 
He did not understand how two people who lived in a big house with a golden retriever could have a hard life. Besides, he had heard his mother say lots of times how lucky Audrey was. You're too young to understand this now, Charlie, but it's been a great disappointment to Audrey not being able to have children. She trailed off. Charlie looked at her. She seemed to be looking at something in the mirror. And then the cancer, she said. But she was not really talking to Charlie. She seemed to have forgotten he was there. She was really very young to have a mastectomy, she added, to no one in particular. Charlie put his matchbox Ferrari on top of his mother's dressing table and made a revving sound. He didn't want to talk about that. His mother had explained it to him before they went to see Audrey in the hospital, and it gave him a tummy ache to think about it. Why else? he asked. Why else what? Charlie revved the car impatiently.